You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. This is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana. Katie, we've got two two special guests here tonight, right? Like a, two guests, a returning guest, like former guest host. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Know. I feel like Chris is a guest now. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Ah, good to see you, Chris. <laughs> yes. Good to see you. That's what I've been telling him. Thank you for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I could be here today. Yeah, yeah. Good. I to invite see him you. every week, just so you know. So it's it's mid January. How was Christmas? Christmas. No, we're not doing that. Katie and I have done that plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> and when people are still doing it to me, I'm like, we're still doing that? Asking about Christmas? Yeah. yeah. When they drag it on too long because they don't know what to talk about? I Pretty sure af- after New Year, you're done with Christmas, right? Yeah, pretty so, much. Well, I agree. So what's been new here besides Chris? Everyone's gearing up for 420 if you want to talk about the calendar. like yeah, already. They're already ready, yeah. They're way past Talking. Christmas. <laughs> way past Christmas. Talking 420 already. Yeah. Okay. We're ready. I mean, I thought the next one was Valentine's. You guys doing something special Valentine's? We definitely it? are. We have a raffle going in the shop. If you spend over $50, you get entered in the raffle for to win Kush Bucks. And the grand prize winner gets $150 worth of Kush Bucks. Kush Bucks? Yeah. What's like a Kush Buck? Store credit. Well, yeah. Spend at Kush. Jeez. Kush book. I know. Spread the love. I like it. Oh, that's the lingo now? Spread the love? That's well, it's the... Valentine's. Make mm. you feel lovey-dovey inside. Makes sense. Cornelius, does it make you feel lovey-dovey inside? Uh, it does, yeah. Okay, could, well, there you go. It's you could spend all your Kush bucks on 313 flower. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back, Cornelius. Good to see you, man. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Oh, I thought of you recently as I heard somebody talking about the Commandos, and I was like, oh, man, what a horrible team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't do so good this year, did they? Oh, I don't know. I don't follow them. They're so terrible. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How'd <laughs> they do this year? <laughs> if you forget, I was a Dutchman, so that's why. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's why. I got, you just always call them terrible. It doesn't matter how they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible team. <laughs> terrible. We're still talking about the Dutchman, right? Oh, Terrible Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on with you, man? Not a whole lot. Just a lot of working. Um, <clears throat> a lot of working in the garden. Just um, just grinding, grinding, grinding. Was that a new name? Did I hear a new name? 313 Farms? Yeah. Were you whole leaf before? Marshall did say that, and I'm like, well, he did change names. I, uh, I don't remember I, when you I, came on last. I did have another company, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm no longer uh, with that company. Um, not sure if they still exist or not. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm no longer with them. Okay, cool. I, I think last time I was here, I think I was with three one three, but I, I could be wrong. But I think so. Yeah, right. I think it was three one three last I time. I think as well. so too. Okay, okay. Well, Marshall just wasn't time's here. A charm. Yeah, Third it, time's a charm. It's been about a year now that I've been away from the other one. Watch out for them Dutchmen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So anything new? I guess coming out of three one three. Um. Yeah, we got some new flavors we're, um, that we're working on. Um, a little bit of pheno hunting that we're doing. Um, yeah, in general, just constantly grinding, constantly trying to find something new. Um, what is grinding? Let's talk what? about grinding, because really, what is grinding? That's just working, working triple every hard. Day. I haven't had a day off in every four years. Day, all day, uh, every day. About I'm working about a thirteen to fourteen hour day right now, um, seven days a week. Grinding for the about four years. Don't um, stop. They don't know Sunday. They don't know spring break. They don't stop. Yeah, they, it's kind of Cornelius keeps point. planting them, and they keep growing. <laughs> well, I you just don't hear people. They'll go, "I'm grinding," but we don't hear people with those stats. Um, that's a that's four years of working thirteen hours straight every day. Yeah, I actually decided uh, next week. I think I'm gonna try and take a day off. Maybe nice. Um, so next I'm, week. I'm work, yeah, I'm, I'm working. I'm working towards it. So. Um, I've just kind of hit that wall where One I'm day's good. pretty much done yeah. working. I have seen a couple pictures of him on the beach, though. Okay. <laughs> I, I have taken two vacations, but I'm not including that because vacation with the family to me is uh, kind of similar to a work day. Ah, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. He has a toddler. To me, a day okay. off would be like, you know, I'm doing whatever I want. I sleep in, you know. Oh, now you know. we're talking. Lay in Tell bed me. and watch TV. Yeah. Tell me how that goes. <laughs> 
Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. I've yet to figure that out myself. I'm really realizing that's part of, I think, get into your 40s, you're like, what do you do? I mean, I... The things you used to do for fun, you just don't do anymore. You're trying to figure out, well, what do I do? I don't, what's my hobby? What am I going to do? Sleeping. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my hobby. Sleep. Sleeping, yep. right? Yep. There's so many times I just love to turn on music and stare at nothing. Mm. Right? Just yeah. lay there like a zombie. Like, this is terrible. Is this a man thing? Because I keep telling Chris he needs new hobbies, not just sleeping. <laughs> like, And he's kind of over all the hobbies. Yeah, I am too. I've really been, lately I've been thinking about this exact thing like i can't figure out what i would want to do i have no idea so i just keep working i, I threw like, out some options i'd like to watch some tv yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't watched a football game like in completion you know in about four years so okay. i'd like to sit down and watch yeah. a football game yeah like yeah. live you mean yeah, obviously sit on the couch and watch football it's the timing that's the problem i guess yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah i do do that i will tell you that I love to cook, uh, you know, Sunday night, make some wings, watch some Sunday night football. Like, I do take that time. Yeah, no time yeah. for cooking when I'm working this much. So. You're right. No yeah. time for cooking when you're working that much. It's that fast food life. Unfortunately. Yeah. The I've patients are really loving it, there. though. They're about it. They're like, work him to death. Right. <laughs> we need more. Kind of feels like that sometimes. <laughs> do you feel like indebted to do it? No, um, I. It's just one of those things where it's hard to step back and, um, and let somebody else take over your baby. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. And, and then drop it off at daycare. Yeah, and, and then where prices are at right now, the way everything's at. I mean, it it's not super sustainable to have a bunch of employees anymore, and it's. I get it, man. Trust me. It, it, it's it. It, it's kind of about the more you wor- do all the work yourself, the the more you actually get a paycheck these days. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. About the only way to get a paycheck yeah. these days. It, it'd be really easy to, uh, with a little bit of labor, all of a sudden end up with no paycheck at the end these days. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> so it's a little bit out of uh, just innocent self-defense in a sense, right? Yeah. Pretty much just trying to... Uh, Make sure you... Stay through all the tough times. Exactly. It's one way that I'm going to be able to stay competitive mm-hmm. um, in the market with bigger companies that have a lot of earning capital and the ability to just kind of push their weight around. It's like I, I, I can still swing with you if I, if I just do all the work myself, you know, because at some point you can't beat that. You can't, you can't drive your price so low that you can compete with someone who does all of the work themselves. Yeah. It's the tough part of being like a small business, you know, quote unquote entrepreneur, right? Yeah, like for sure. That that ability to be able to bring in some people, you know, we do want the the struggle of doing it all ourselves and doing everything and pushing through and getting to have some people here and being around and you know, as you guys grew, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the first times I came in. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it was you and Chris working at the front. Oh yeah, I'm I'm on the schedule now too. Just I mean, feeling. All the things Cornelius is saying, and yes, I mean, I'm budgeting again, and it's part of the market, part of the part of all what we're yeah. all dealing with. Overall, how is the market? Uh, it's really tough. Um, we still do well. Um, we're still having fun. Yeah. What and I'm hearing mostly is that a lot of people are not renewing their cards in oh. anticipation for recreational going. Really? And Seriously? so we're all just kind of in this like drying up season of people anticipating recreational happy, happening. And so we're all... What's the update on that? How fast is that We're happen? supposed to vote on it in March. And if it passes, it'll roll out in 90 days is what they're saying right now. But... That's all just hypothetical at this point. So what would be the point of, why would I not renew my medical in hopes of recreational? So you don't have to spend $130 to get your med card? What would you spend? Well, if they were recreational, they'd make it even more expensive. It's no money to get a license, but then the taxes are more. So no money up front, but you're paying more over the year or two years. Oh. Definitely. Tax rates higher. And I believe, like in California, there's a THC percentage. Well, you still charge for really? the card, or there's no card, basically. There's no, no card, yeah. You just walk in with your license. Right. You're Got just it. paying more per Got time instead it. of paying a license fee. Will they bring the uh, medical fee down? I don't know about that. No. 
I know that Oma is also going to be in charge of Rick. So, well, of course, which feels yeah. like a conflictive <laughs> interest, like right? Or yeah, not? I, I don't know how that's the one that got passed. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought we were passing one that didn't involve Oma, but. Yeah, I think Oma's going to be the regu- regulating body on uh Well, we on know who too. behind the scenes was working the deals then, huh? Yeah. But the market isn't great right now because of that. Hmm. That's what I'm hearing on the street. Like, every time I go out, I'm not really talking about the patients coming in my door. I'm talking about just people that I talk to and run into. It's the general consensus that I'm hearing is people aren't renewing their cards because they're thinking that we're going wreck in March. So there's one, and then the other would be maybe the amount of, you know, black market weed that we keep hearing about, too. Yes, a lot of people are closing, which means there's just a lot of product hitting yeah. the streets. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you, you were talking a bit ago, right? There's seem to know quite a few people have gone out of business. Yeah. Um, from the grower's perspective, the market's really tight right now, um, and I think it's it's all across America right now. It's not just Oklahoma. Um it's just pretty tight everywhere. There's uh there's a lot there's a lot of cannabis on the market right now. Um and you know, it's just kind of trying to survive over the next year and try and make sure you're still here. Whereas I think a lot of people probably won't be here in another year. Um You you mentioned there's a lot of people that love the love the product. What is it that they love about, about well, the flower? Well, specifically we're we're going to smoke E85 tonight and I have patients that have been calling me nonstop when it's out of stock because they're using E85 for medicinal uses. We, I mean, we kind of went over the terpenes already before the podcast, but it's, it's heavily, (laughs) it's heavily anti-inflammatory. And so therefore I'm sure people are getting just a very relaxed feeling that they're not getting from other strains. Okay. So, they're really loving Cornelius's E85, three one three Farms E85. Yeah, for me, it's a it's a pretty heavy smoke. Um, it's definitely a couch lock strain. Um, it, it's um, it's originally a Cookies cut. Um, I got it from a friend of mine who'd gotten it from Cookies. Um, I won't mention who that was. Um, but it, you know, you know, it, it's a really nice strain. It's extremely dense. It's a heavy yielder. Um, it kind of fulfills the sour diesel OG Kush spot in my life. Um, it's kind of got some fuel to it, a little bit of maybe some fruit and floral. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a heavy smoke. It's something I smoke at night. Um, I like I, it. I think the fruit and the florals where the medicinal effects are coming in, and then the sedative effects are also what people are loving because everyone wants to be couch locked at night, right? Yeah. Some good. Yeah, I think so. Every meds. once in a while, though, if I'm going to watch a movie or something, I oh, know you didn't. Oh, no. It's this thing like where you get to sit on the couch and watch some TV. <laughs> yeah, Cornelius doesn't know. Yeah, no, he doesn't know. <laughs> ET, right? Uh I, I have actually started to not want to do a couch lock or you know some indica, heavy indica. I'll go in and kind of get the mind ramped up a little bit so I can enjoy the movie a little bit. So you, you know, don't like, fall asleep. Well, yeah, and or so, I don't know, like, so when it's funny, I laugh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go to sleep. Pretty yeah. much asleep before it yeah. starts, before we push play. Nonstop. <laughs> What's the last movie you guys saw? Well, it was Netflix, I'm sure. Yeah, we watched Netflix. What was that guy's name? Singular. Clark. Clark on Netflix. It was a series. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It really was... What's the last thing you watched, Interesting. Marshall? Uh, we're uh, we're actually she had never seen Breaking Bad, so we're, I get into rewatch Breaking Bad. Speaking of the Netflix, yeah, that, that's fun. But no, I've really enjoyed Tulsa King until it stopped. You know, finished with the season. You didn't ever start watching it. We watched the first episode and that because it was free and we don't have Paramount or whatever oh, it was. Oh yeah, okay, I do have so Paramount. Yeah, we yeah, Tulsa King was good. It's very good series. Yeah, it's fun. I it had some cannabis hint to it, didn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get over his plastic surgery, his yeah. face. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I'm like, you you guys are taking this seriously? Really? <laughs> really? Are you talking about Rocky? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he does a good job there. He gives, he's a really good like mob guy. He does a good job. Yeah. Mob guys get fake lips and and Botox <coughs> and of course. 
You didn't know that? Today's mm-hmm. mom? No. I so they I don't didn't. recognize you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it's funny. Some of the characters in it, they nail. They nail really well. Uh, it's it's good. Yeah. It's a fun fun show. If you, you should watch it. That should be when you get to watch TV. Definitely. Yes, that'd definitely. Be a good one. Yeah. My, my wife tried to drag me down there for a... Uh, a filming like an extra shoot you know try to get me to be an extra and then it didn't work out with the work schedule yeah yeah uh, the work schedule yeah because they filmed it right next to the farmer's market yeah yeah sure you like worked at the farmer's looking market. for guys and girls in, in tie-dye shirts she's like where should go and i'm like i have to work it's interesting i wonder what part i don't remember the farmer's market where there was they did quite a few you know mayo gets quite a bit of shout out in it which is cool well i one of our friends worked on the set of Tulsa King. He did a lot of like behind the scenes, like prep work and stuff, but they apparently rebuilt the Mayo and like a lot of what they shot, what looks like the Mayo wasn't actually shot in the Mayo it was shot in the reproduction place. Oh. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What he did was Silly. like, you have 150 people walking through this house that was, I don't know, monumental house. So he'd put stuff on the floor so no one would scratch the floors. Um, Protect like them. Preventative maintenance type of work. Oh, cool. For the shoot, during the shoot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That was awesome. But yeah. He said all that mayo stuff was in like a remade set. Hmm. Makes yep. sense. What's been new with you, Chris? Nothing. Not Nothing any? at all. Well, you're just doing the same thing, grinding, huh? That's it. Well, what's that grind schedule looking like? Monday through Sunday. <laughs> Seven days a week. I feel you. I feel you. I don't. I don't grind on Sunday. Yeah. Whenever we get to sleep, man, it's a treat. Oh, yeah, I sleep. I sleep on Sunday. So, um, Cornelius also has Red Velvet Gary and mm-hmm. Peyton's Pie. Yeah, and Peyton's Pie. Those are the three things that we have right now um, available. Red Velvet Gary. Talk to us about it. I like that a lot. It's uh, red velvet crust with Gary Payton. Um, it's heavy on the fuel. Um, I don't have the testing sitting here in front of me, but it's probably my favorite read that I'm growing right now. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed smoking that one. Yeah, it's it's, it's Lit Farms. Um, I'm actually running a couple things from them right now. My crepes is from them. And then we're, we're pheno hunting some popsicles and some watermelon martini right now. Yeah, I heard you have fruity... Yeah, we've got, we've got some stuff line. coming that, yeah. They, Watermelon martini. Yeah. Yeah, it usually takes about eight months to get something to work, though. Um, you know, Not first at home. Not trying to hype us up too much. Right. Like, for, first, you know, I grow it at home and, and look for look for something that I like and then run it a couple times at home to make sure it's stable and not going to cause me problems at work. Okay, this is something that Chris keeps talking to me about, and I want to know your opinion. On the market right now, we have every strain. Right? Pretty much everything. Chris keeps saying to me, there are a lot of things that should not be crossed and should not hit the market. And he feels like people are just crossing things to cross things to make a new strain. And either it just doesn't smoke right, doesn't smell, it doesn't taste right. It just, do you feel like people are not necessarily pheno hunting the way that they should be? They're just... crossing things and and growing Uh, them try not to sound douchey or do you do you when i say this uh, flower from other grows yeah um so so having been in a couple other markets um been in the california market for a long time the colorado market for a while and coming here i i would say i think the biggest failing in the pheno hunting is i see a lot of things where maybe the person that pheno hunted it didn't hasn't been around enough different cannabis in their life to understand some of the things are not going to translate. Like there's certain smells I smell sometimes that I'm like, Ooh, why'd you pick that one? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just that sometimes I smell weed and it's like, Oh, that was, that's 1994 weed. That's 97 weed. I smell things that like in a good way or a bad way, things that are good, but that, so things like Durban and, uh-huh. and Durban still sells. I'm not trying to say that, but so like the the Durban taste. Uh, sometimes I find weed that tastes like that, and I'm like, that's nice. But you know that you haven't been able to sell weed that tastes like that in 20 years, right? And it's like so in the Oklahoma market, I found that having the cannabis culture not having been here for 20 years in the past, um, 
I see a lot of weed here that is not going to really sell in the market because they picked a Fino that maybe that flavor was played out 20 years ago or maybe maybe it's just a flavor that maybe so you don't think some, some people are more picky about their Fino hunting yes. than others. But you don't think a flavor is going to come back every 10 or 20 years like like other things May- circulate maybe, like that? Maybe um but right now like right now it's gelato terps. If you really want your weed to sell, it's it's fuel, it's gelato terps. If I grow something fruity, people it'll sell a little bit, but in general I'm going to have a harder time selling something fruity. Um that sweet Durban taste, I, I haven't been able to sell that in 20 years. Like the Blue Dream taste, there, there came a point 10 years ago where you couldn't sell that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I see things in the market here sometimes that maybe the grower who picked them, while they're growing good weed, maybe they haven't been around enough to know that like, hey, that Fino is not going to sell in the market. Hey, that that's not, that's not something you should have picked, mm-hmm. maybe, um, if, I, if I'm getting that out yeah, right. I think so. Yeah. Politely. Well... <laughs> No, I mean, I've had this conversation with some growers, and I'm like, I like this strain, but this pro- this isn't the Fino I would have picked. I already know, like, I'm looking for something else that I'm not getting out of this or one. Or if you're crossing a couple of strains and it's burning your throat or makes you cough, but they're still pushing these out to the stores, mm-hmm. and that's one that you should have cut a while back when it burned your throat. As well as um, the, these days when we're pheno hunting, you know, we're pheno hunting a lot less plants than maybe, and, and that's not true for everybody, obviously, but, you know, in the past, a lot of the cuts that we were growing were breeder cuts that were getting passed around, and I mean, not to say we're not growing breeder cuts anymore, but if, if you're pheno hunting now, you're probably pheno hunting 20, 50, maybe 100 seeds, whereas 20 years ago, the breeder, the person who who bred OG Kush... That pro- they probably and that's not even true. Uh, that sorry, I'm that's oh, not true. But, but a lot of the strains out there in the past, you know, your breeder may have actually picked that himself. May have picked through a thousand seeds to find the one that he liked. Mm-hmm. Now you're picking through twenty to fifty. So a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of times you might not see the best um, the best option that's within that line in in market. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Right. Um, but you still don't want to waste those seeds at the same time. Yeah, and a lot of people do feel that pressure too, that like they paid for these, they have right. to grow something out of it. They have to find a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, I, I think, it, I, I've probably pheno hunted maybe three to 400 packs of seeds since we've lived here in four years. And I think I've only maybe found seven or eight winners in three or 400 packs. Right. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, he cares about <laughs> cares about his cannabis. Yeah, oh. if it's coming out of that farm, he wants it to be good. Has his name on it, okay. right? So that's that's a question I think that and I and I smoke it, so I want it to be good as well. Yeah, right. yeah. Does that answer your question a little bit? Ish, yes. I mean, it's a good question though. Well, we just keep talking about it, and this market is so flooded, and there are so many different growers that it just makes you wonder how people are deciding what they're growing and how they're pushing product because yeah i've never thought of that but as a patient yeah i see these strains and i don't ever know what they mean you always have to ask the butt tender you know what is it well what's it gonna do you know like, mm-hmm. you never know and then it's almost like as soon as you start getting used to one strain there's all these other strains that people just say oh yeah this is this this is like, well, and what in the world th- there's yeah. a lot of pressure on the growers as well right now to constantly have something new in the market too well and we see so mm-hmm. much at the dispensary and we want a good variety but we also don't want to be selling things that people don't know or don't want to smoke and also like i don't want to be smoking things that are just gross as well like because i'm trying to test everything and make sure that because also as this market has fluctuated it seems like like right now you can taste a lot of nutrients in people's flour and six months ago it was something else and six months before that it was something else and so you kind of have to be like on this watch all the time what do you why why because well the nutrient thing is people are buying from the same people here in the state is what a lot of that is but it'll be like they're all getting the same genetics from Mm -hmm. the same breeders and it just As, as far as the nutrients um as the price continues to drive towards the bottom that's what I was going to say, and that they'd start 
it, yeah. it's it's almost become to the point where there's only two or three viable options as far as running your farm with nutrients now. Um, there's not really much of an ability to have organic cannabis anymore. There's not much of an ability to spend money on growing your cannabis anymore. Literally everybody who's surviving right now is growing salts. Um, we're all using the same fertilizer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would completely agree with what you're saying. Um, and, and it's strictly based on the fact that as the price is driving towards the bottom, there's literally no room to spend money on anything anymore. Um, and it, it's, it is what it is. It is, yeah. And if you want better weed, start buying more weed and paying better prices. But it's just the econ- economy. Everyone's broke. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Right. Yeah. We're in a tough situation right now. Hmm. All right. So remind us again what we're going to have a little puff on. Uh, we're going to smoke E85. Okay. And this is the couch lock? Yeah. Um, I, it also, sometimes in the market here in Oklahoma, is referred to as ethanol. I think uh, in order to not get into trouble with cookies. Mm-hmm. Right. Although oh. I'm not sure if they're still in the market, are they? I heard they closed, maybe. Cookies? Uh, oh, in, in Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We wa- we passed by one of their dispensaries a few weeks ago. How many cars were in the parking lot? Um, the employees, I think. But, yeah. um, yeah, I'm not sure if they close or not. Down south, but like Bixby, is that still open? Um, I don't know, Lemonade. to be honest with you. Yeah. I think sure. so. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. But I don't know. But the one in Oklahoma City went out? Uh, somebody told me that, that the cookies left the market. I mean, it makes sense. It's dollars, it's business, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Couldn't make it. I think they were charging a lot for their, they, for their retail Well, pricing. they were, um... They were requiring all their vendors to have specific packaging, and so it was driving the product price up. And like we're all talking about in this market, like people mm-hmm. are just not willing to pay for packaging mm-hmm. at this point. They weren't willing to pay for it a year ago, but now they're really not willing to pay for packaging. Well, I think so, they're bigger like in New York, L.A., yeah, Atlanta, stuff, places like that. That really had nothing to do with the weed. It had to do with branding. marketing and the branding. Cool. Well, let's go give it a try. Hell yeah. Ethanol. <laughs> it's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. All right, and we're back. Feeling a little high? Mm-hmm. Feeling a little high? Definitely. I could watch a movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say this is complete couch lock. Maybe it's just the size of the joints that, I, that I'm usually smoking over here. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what I'm that's smoking that's for myself. Right there. That's a yeah. big boy right uh, there. I would say my experience while I was smoking it was so many times, and this is what, what's funny, Chris, you know, back, it's so great having him back. You know, one of, one of the first questions we always talked about was what makes somebody cough, right? Remember? Because I was such a rookie of learning everything, and it was that was really – I never coughed once while I was smoking, and that's what I've learned about purity in a sense. All different reasons, terpenes and stuff sometimes too, but I, I always do consider that if I'm pretty chill in the coughing, it was a very pure-grown, it was very mm-hmm. well-bred plant. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a good smoke. Yeah, Very good smoke. Free, like just easy pool. Mm-hmm. Everything was great. Yeah. That's good what time. I look for in weed yeah. and flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little bit in the head though. Yeah, it's a little got a little dingy. Yeah, you got n- a noise dingy. in my head. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't call it a couch lock. I don't. That's just me there, right? <laughs> right. This is my favorite part. That's what Katie always says. Yeah, because I always I'd like to know what other people feel, experience with what I'm feeling. I don't know. I have a lot of weed around, so I mean, as as said, like. My five o'clock in the morning joint from the other day would be this. My six joint is this. My eight joint is this. So like, so he's saying we should have smoked the red. I, I, I typically smoke you know ten or twelve joints a day that are I don't even know how big this is, but I, I, th- I, I probably couch a, lock myself is what I I'm think saying. This is a beer <laughs> and Domino's smoke. I could play some Domino's off of this. Domino's the game. Yeah. I thought what else you, is you it? meant the pizza. Pe- oh, the yeah. I could pizza. play some pizza, too. beer yeah, and Domino's. I thought the <laughs> pizza at first. No, Sorry. No, I, I think of this smoke of like a, a Sunday like a Sunday night out chilling on the back porch playing Domino's. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, not complete couch lock. Like enjoying some stuff with it. Yeah, I'm probably couch locking myself, like I said. 
Because yeah. you want to. You're yeah. you're desperate for some couch lock time. Yes. Well, next week, huh? What's the day? You gonna do the Sunday? I think Sunday. Yeah. You're not gonna wait and do like Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, or are you gonna go back to back Sundays and take two back to back Sundays off? I'm planning on never working a Sunday again. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Good call. Uh-huh. So, you just gotta break apart. And do yeah. I've yeah. just I've just decided that. This works. Just it. it really I, is. I, yeah, I need some kind of balance in my life. Uh, you make the rules for your yes. own life. Yes, uh, it's a thing. It is. It's he's, hard. He's it married, Katie. Like, oh, you hard, and Chelsea, yes, I guess. Yes. <laughs> hard to do. Like I understand your struggle. Hard to do, especially where the market's at right now. You yeah. know, it's so competitive. That it's like, yeah, but it, you're still the one living your life, and you got to like mm-hmm. put yourself in control. Yeah, like, go hang out with the kids. Yeah, you got to. You sometimes you got to push the clutch in and shift gears. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Ride the market, as you said. Yep. Hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. So, what are we looking forward to in 2023 coming out of three one three? Um, we're pheno hunting a bunch of lemon cherry gelato stuff right now. Um, so like we're, we're pheno hunting popsicles, uh, which is a lemon cherry gelato cross, some watermelon martini, which is another lemon cherry gelato cross. I think we I've got like four or five of those. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you mentioned something so that's a the new, ago that's that the new I was thing. hoping he was going to say. You said dosi do Yeah. Oh yeah. dosi do coming back. Cause um, we had dosi do when you were on. Yeah, yeah I've, I haven't grown it in maybe a year, year and a half, um, but I'm growing it right now again. Okay, well, when we, you grow it again. Yeah. yeah. We love yeah. that I one. remembered. I enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. That one's stony. Yeah. Good smoke. I think that's the one we were supposed to go out one night when he was on the podcast last time. I didn't even go out because I got too baked. I just went home. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited to grow again. I haven't, I haven't smoked in about a year, so. Uh, so what is like, that normally what you do, I guess? You know, you always... Grow it and smoke it and make sure that it's right for us? Yeah, I, I, I tend to do that when I'm pheno hunting at home. Um, I don't bring something to work till I've run it at least three or four times. Well, almost more like a custom, right? We're it's supposed to run it at least three times before. That way I know it's not going to harm on me. It's not going to cause me any problems at work. Um, I know it's going to be somewhat stable. It's going to be... Th- there's a lot of things that for whatever reason you run them a couple times and they kind of just fizzle out. They don't... Well, um, so overall, your business, but not model, everyone's doing that. Like Katie exactly, was saying, exactly. That exactly. That's where I was going. Overall, your business model is much more specialist, customized. Yeah, um, craft grower, craft grower. Yeah, yeah. Mainly trying to find things that are nice that everyone else is not growing, because that's super important right now as well. Um, everybody's trying to have different things on their on their shelf, you know. And if you walk in with the same fifteen to twenty cuts that everybody else is growing then you're literally just competing for that market space based on is your weed the very best of those 15 growers that are in there at that specific time? Do they need that? Is it the cheapest? Is it the cheapest? (laughs) All these things. It's like you can kind of cut through that if you're bringing something to market that no one else has. Um, So, Yeah, Yeah, the Limonage. What was it? You're you're crossing with Limonage. Did you say Limonage? No, oh, lemon the gelato. cherry slushy. Lemon cherry gelato. Oh, lemon cherry gelato. Gelato. Someone else okay. had slushy. Yeah, which, from what I hear, um, is essentially just a recrossing of runs. Um, okay. But. So is that what other people are crossing with right now, as well as like yeah, the hot Yeah, it's, it's the, new, the, it's the new hot thing being done right now. Um, there's a bunch of seed drops right now with lemon cherry gelato. Um, definitely there's a bunch of lemon cherry gelato on the market right now. Um, right. It, it's pretty nice. It's. It hits hard. It's definitely super potent. Um, it's like just more it. of that reshuffling of gelato and runts. Mm-hmm. So. Runts, uh, they're just eh for me. Yeah. But gelato, man, that's, that's going to be a staple. It's going to be yeah. around. No, for sure. Are you a hoarder of genetics? Um, <laughs> he might, he might have some sitting around. Hoarder, and then he ummed. <laughs> he locked if I, up. If I, if I had, maybe in the past, um, and if I had more space, I would be. Um, right now, space is just kind of. The, it's like I'm a wannabe. Um, <laughs> I want more. Just kind of. More. Just space is really an issue right now. Um, Could you please most one of space. day get me to that level? I want to be a hoarder of genetics. He does want to. He's excited. He's actually a little upset that he's not there yet. Like mo- <laughs> most of our room is do- is just being given to production right now, so there's not a lot of room for for keeping a bunch of genetics. Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> but did you guys? I heard a little rumor today. What's that? Something about breaking ground. Oh yeah, we we are we are breaking ground on a new building. 
Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, maybe. Um, (laughs) Scared to death about it. You know, the way the market is right now, it's just like, is this this the right thing to do? Am I, you know, is it the right move to make? Yeah, it is tough. With that being said, uh, more room to Fino hunt. Uh Uh-huh. Horde is, Horde is what he's gonna do. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe uh, maybe with the tissue culture culture thing going on these days, uh, maybe that'll give me a little bit more ability to hoard some genetics. Yeah, I like that. Smart. Yeah, you just throw them right in your freezer, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so how big how big did you go? I mean, what what step up did you do? Uh, Twenty five hundred square feet on this building, so um, should be pretty decent size. And what were you? Uh, the building we're in right now is 2,000 square feet. Okay. So this is more than double what we're doing. Oh, double you're doing. Yeah. Um, because we're still using the existing building as well. Ah. Adding on. Yeah. Doubling up. Yeah. So. Double down. Yeah. Better myself and hopefully that works out. Yeah. It's got you this far, so. Right. You'll do good. What do you want to talk about? Corn? Because Cornelius (laughs) is here. <laughs> no, I think it was something about. It. I think it was because the the E A five ethanol. Yeah, e- ethanol, and it was there was corns and but eggs a- and eggs, chickens. Like it's just why is why are why are, why are <laughs> eggs so freaking high? It's corn, right? Isn't I had not heard? heard that. I thought it's it was not what I feed my chickens. The e- some kind of a bird flu. I thought. No? Oh, is that what it is? That's what I thought, but I could be wrong. I have no idea either. I can't figure it out. It's because all. All those chicken farms. Someone killed all the chickens. That was years ago. We uh, watched some documentary. Well, it does take a while for stuff to get to Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the eggs are so expensive right now, but they are, yes. It is a thing. Okay. They're going down, though, I think, because they were at, like, literally six seventy nine at Brahms for a dozen, and then last week when I went, they were five-something. So they've gone down a little. I, I do those pourable eggs, so I don't ever know. Those don't ever fluctuate. You do the pourable egg, like yeah. they're already whipped up or not? No, egg whites. It's just egg Cause whites. I, yeah, because I found out that the egg yolk has more, uh, you know, other stuff I can't have. Cholesterol has all the mm. cholesterol, more cholesterol than bacon. Okay. I was like, wait, I can just do egg whites and now eat bacon? Like, sign me up. I don't need yolk. Okay. I'll eat bacon. Hell yeah. <laughs> I would, I would give you? up that for bacon as well. Oh, I don't know. I still got to go get checked. Okay. I still haven't. Well, I've talked about that for like a year, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get my cholesterol checked. It's I eat, I eat so much RSO that I go, you know what? I it, The plant's got to be working all the other stuff in my body. You know, and the amount yeah. of plant matter that I'm eating, I'm like, I really bet you it's going to have been, been helping my cholesterol. How much bacon are you eating, though? Oh, that's not much. Just on the weekends, a couple pieces. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I feel like you're bullshitting me. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. That sounded like bullshit. Yeah, that's not bullshit. Huh? No, no. Two pieces a week? No, no. A couple pieces, like when you eat breakfast, you know, <laughs> eat just on the weekends. Yeah, four or five pieces on the weekends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Easy living. Easy yep. living. I'm pretty hard on my diet. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. I eat too much cheese. Okay. Do you guys eat cheese? Chris will eat like a block of cheese. Yeah. But I never used to eat cheese until now. Suddenly I eat a ton of cheese. I'm like that with tomatoes. I never, I mean, I hated tomatoes as a kid. And now, like my body's telling me to eat tomatoes. So I'm just like, okay, let's do this. Mm. Nice. It's part of getting old. So Getting old? We talked about that. Didn't yeah, we? we talked about it. You guys Do call you me eat? old? No, we talked. When about I wasn't here. Yeah, awesome. Some, somebody was saying that it was a middle-aged man thing yeah, that I middle-aged men it. start yeah. eating tomatoes. It's good for your prostate. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. For your prostate? Uh huh. That's why I'm eating tomatoes. Is for my butt. Yeah. For That's your good. butt. Uh, my random tomato <laughs> plant. Did I tell you about? It? I had a random tomato plant I found this summer. No. In the middle of the yard. Maybe. Yeah. I, I grew it. Finally got tomatoes out of it. It was awesome. I almost killed it. Did you grow it or beer. did it grow itself? Well, okay. Well, I watered it and put <laughs> fertilizer and put beer in it. And, you know, <laughs> beer. Beer almost killed it, but I finally got some really good tomatoes out of it. it nice. Good. What kind of tomato plant was it? A little cherry tomato. Yeah. Nice. Easy. I like cherry tomatoes. Easy living. All right. So on your day off, you're going to watch some TV and what else are you going to do? 
Or take the kids to the park or something. Oh, what park are you going to? Maybe go to the gathering place. Uh, Do something with the have kids. Have you been there? Yeah. Oh, it's so you a, have taken days it's, off. It's been a while. Yeah. He goes there at nighttime when he gets off work, Marshall. <laughs> After work, he's <laughs> It's been a jobs. long time, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. Uh, I think this would be a good smoke before you go to the gathering place. Yeah. I usually bring the vape with me. Um, yeah, not be, exactly be discreet. smoking in yeah. the gathering place, but I mean. Be discreet and stay irie with the family. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys scooter? Um, my daughter does. Um, but no, I, I try to stay off things that'll hurt me. So, so you do vape? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we definitely hit, uh, I, I hit the vape carts from time to time. Okay. Live resin carts. But you don't do pre-rolls. What'd you say? <laughs> he makes his own pre-roll. I see it right there. Yeah, no, I mean, that way I at least know what's in it. Um, you know, if I, if I, if I'm rolling it myself, I know, I know what I'm rolling. So. Is that why you don't do pre-rolls? That's how all growers are. Yeah. That's how everyone does why they don't do pre-rolls. It's a grower thing, though, isn't it? Definitely. We, There's a thing about growers and most pre-rolls. Most growers, growers want to smoke, smoke their own weed. Other people's yeah, weed. I mainly just smoke my weed. You don't ever go sample anybody else's? He'll sample other... I'm sorry for speaking for him, but yes. But <laughs> he'll smoke other people's weed. There's not in a pre-roll. You never gone into a dispo and just grabbed a pre-roll. Oh, for sure I have. Thing. For oh, sure. Okay. Um Desperate times call for yeah. desperate measures, measures. Marshall. Yeah. I've done a lot of things over the years, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- th- there's just maybe maybe two or three people's weed that I'll buy if I if I don't have weed of my own. Um, but in general, yeah, I'm, I I'm, I find this kind of fascinating. Yeah, like you you know people people do a lot of weird things to cannabis. Um, Can you like if you if you grab is that why you only smoke a couple people's weed? So if you just grabbed some random weed and just smoked it. Could you do you think you could tell what was wrong with it? Uh, a lot of the times, I mean there's stuff you could be doing that you know obviously I wouldn't know. Um but in general, um No, but in a sense there's a lot of different experiences when you smoke, right? I, you just grab a let's say you mentioned pre-rolls we're talking about like you go into some places or you see advertisement to places like, you know, come and get a pre-roll for such mm-hmm. and such, right? Like you grab it, you smoke it. You mentioned you don't know what's in it. I can usually tell, um, you know, if it's if it's all flour, if it's trim. I can tell if if it's all if it's an all flour joint. I can tell you probably what they were growing with, possibly depending on what it is they're growing with. Um, definitely with some of the the chemical fertilizers these days, I can immediately tell you like, oh, this is grown with grown with this. This is grown with this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Even Katie's fascinated. I can tell her what strain we're smoking sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll guess it. can. And, yeah, I mean. (laughs) We've been smoking for quite some time, so we know this stuff. Yeah. He can call out a lot of things by look, by smell, by taste. Yeah. It's crazy. And that goes back to the craftsmanship, right? Yeah. And recently, um, I've helped a couple other grows recently, and I've gone into places where... Another grower maybe had been and left, um, and they needed me to come in and kind of help make sure they didn't lose everything, et cetera. And I, I've seen some crazy things being done here in Oklahoma that I'm just like, why would you be doing that? Um, You're like, oh, Mike was your last grower, huh? <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I've I've seen people dipping the weed um, in things it after it's harvested. Yeah. Um, Outdoor dip- or indoor? Indoor. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I was somewhere where that's going on what recently. Do you mean dipping the recently. Uh huh. <laughs> um, well, most people dip outdoor in alcohol, and th- th- they were dipping this in. Uh, I believe, I think Doctor Zyme, some some kind of a, a product. Um, you know, to well, deal with cut and it's hanging. Then they dipped it. They okay. cut, dip, and then hang. Yeah. Cut, dip, uh, and then have uh-huh. some flavor enhancer or something? No, it's um, something to make sure that there's no bugs maybe on it still or maybe molds or pathogens. or I, I don't know exactly what they were trying to... cleaning agent. Cleaning off. Right. Of, yes, but like stuff like that. And it's like... Which is what you would normally do for outdoor flower because it's out in... And so this weed looks elements, good. It looks great. But it smokes horrible. It's disgusting yeah. because, you right. know... Because it has this cleaner on it. Uh-huh. Um, and and I see I see stuff like and that a lot going on when I go in other people's gardens. You're just like, oh. And 
I'm just going to smoke my own weed because I don't know what everybody else is doing kind right. of deal. And you there's know? ways to do it outdoor naturally. You don't have to use chemicals to do that. Like, it's, it is a process, like, because there's bugs and things outside. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So it's just one of those deals where I, I, I know what I do to my cannabis, um, so I'm just going to smoke mine. <laughs> and maybe a couple of friends of mine who I know that they also are but not doing anything my crazy. My point with this is, how do you not feel that way about food and everything? <laughs> yeah. The, sc- yeah. The scary thing about food <laughs> like, is that, you know, a lot of people think that the reasons that they're so strict on mold and pesticides and everything in the cannabis industry right now is because they want us to be safe. And it's really not because all of these things that they're testing on here, all that stuff's on your food. Like these mold, like, you know, the, you buy blueberries at the store, they mold in a couple of days. It's because there was already mm-hmm. mold on there. It, it, the pesticides that are it's already the on worst, the food you're yeah. eating and everything. And the only reason in cannabis that we're, that we have to conform to not use these things is because the FDA doesn't, they don't consider cannabis an actual legal thing at all. And so until they actually decide what pesticides and okay. et cetera are okay for use in cannabis, none of them are okay. So in, in essence, it's the cleanest thing on the market. <laughs> yes, it is the cleanest thing on the market. And your food is, your food literally has got all of the things in it that my tests here says to make sure that I don't have. Everything you know? that says pass on there, your yeah. food does not. Exactly. So. Fun fact. Uh Uh-huh. And once we have legal weed, I'm sure it'll be the same with cannabis, too. You know? It'll be dirty, then. It's like the tobacco you smoke. Like, you can do anything you want to that within reason, you know? It's not clean. It's... um, They spray all sorts of chemicals on the tobacco. Um, Brutal. Yeah. Killing us slowly. That'll all come with legal cannabis. So, like, legal cannabis meaning recreational cannabis or, like... Just whenever the federal government, no, the FDA federal. decides that it's okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. recreational doesn't mean federally legal. So, at that point, we're still getting the same cannabis from the same growers. And I, they're going to yeah, require Monsanto, us to do the same testing. Monsanto, Bear, they'll get involved. And but once it's federally legal, that's when those things would change. Interesting conversation. Yeah. As of right now, all the pesticides that are used in cannabis are considered non-pesticides under the FDA. So, makes sense. Yeah, that's, <laughs> all, that's also why they don't really work very well. <laughs> Interesting. You You're not allowed to yeah. use <laughs> legal pesticides because they would show up in your test. Right. So instead, you know, like what I use for for integrated pest management is thyme oil, cinnamon oil, um. And and that's not actually a pesticide. And so it's like we're forced to just use pesticides and things that are actually considered, I believe what the term is like a non, it's a federally exempt non, what, non-something used pesticide. What other products are grown with? What other, why were these products made already? Why Just for cannabis. Just for cannabis yeah. only. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. I mean, like the food you're eating, it's all sprayed with horrible chemicals, um, Roundup. All that, all that horrible stuff. Um, yeah, so we're we're over here using cinnamon oil and thyme oil and um, bat poop. Yeah, essential oils. Now, you specifically at three one three or the whole industry? The, the whole industry, if it's actually operating legally, there are people out there that are definitely spraying things that they're not supposed to be spraying and trying to avoid the testing, etc. But if if you're operating legally, um, you're you're using federally exempt pesticides okay. or you could be dipping your weed into something you yeah, could you could be or, doing that too or there's the old dipping mm-hmm. which still freaks me out uh-huh yeah as it's it weird. should right yeah it should freak me out uh-huh hmm. yeah people do weird things uh you think is that the if you're gonna find that cheap cheap weed you know the lower shelf stuff is that what you mean no not even necessarily that no. um no, this would have been top shelf flower somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Just know your grower. Yeah, know your grower. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do we? Right. How do we? Somebody that's listening. It's a great point. Know your grower. How do we know our grower? Well, here at Kush, we meet each and every single grower. They come on our podcast. We smoke their weed. We if go to a lot good, of facilities. We like it. We get it. But if it's also, not good, we don't get it. 
there are a lot of events happening where the growers are often there. Mm-hmm. Cornelius works a lot yep. of events. I've seen him there. We work. drags me to all these events. Yes. And you can actually talk to the people that are growing your flower. You can ask them questions. You can ask them what they're growing and yeah, their methods. Which is nice. E- even though a lot of the times I feel like my wife drags me to the events, once mm-hmm. I'm there, I'm actually... It's the only time I get to deal with customers. It's the only time that you get to hear any kind of feedback at all. Whereas a lot of the time, I, I'm just at work by myself all day, and all I hear is the negative. All I hear is what's wrong today, what's what's not going great today. Um, and every once in a while, it's actually nice to hear a customer say something nice because these days we're so far disconnected from that. Um, whereas 10 years ago, when you were actually dealing with the customers yourself, you know, it, you had a lot more. Uh, you got a lot more FaceTime with the people. A great event. Smoking that, with them and yeah. everything. A great yeah. event that Cornelius might be out at would maybe be a Cush 420. Yeah, we probably. Were last year, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. He's usually here on 420. He works a lot of Throwdown Bazaars. Mm-hmm. Um, what's an, um, do, Are you at Studio 30 events? Uh, Sometimes. If, if we don't have a table, we are definitely always there. Yeah, I mean, but good places to run into him mm-hmm. yeah. i think we're doing a sensi magazine event sometime in the next couple of weeks you're doing that yeah although i don't know if that might be an owner event or not i don't know but. Yeah, they but want me to go out there they keep wanting me to go out there i'm just not sure throw down studio 30 sensi magazine those are all good places to look for ev- cannabis events and mm-hmm. talk to people that are very connected in with these brands that you're using or trying and you can get good information from people at these events and or what if somebody reaches out to you on social um definitely more than welcome to do that um my wife runs a social media page for us um so yeah definitely definitely you know answer questions definitely more than welcome to talk to anybody where do they find you on social um they could find us um 313 farms with a P. With a P. Um, or you could Cornelius Moynihan, 313, I think is me, just personally. Um, and or come in here to Kush, talk yep. to the bud tenders. Yeah. yeah. We can answer the questions. Yeah. Where do people find Kush? You can find us at Kush Dispo Tulsa and Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore on Instagram and Facebook. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Cool. Cornelius, man, great to see you again. Yeah, it was good to see you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Then thanks so much. As always, what do you do for the patients? Yeah, thank you. See you, man. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.